0: Hey guys, welcome back to the self-confidence project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill, and we're talking about all things, life, confidence, relationships, what gets you up in the morning, what doesn't get you up in the morning. That's what we talk about in this podcast. I'm super glad you're here. If you're the first time tuning in, subscribe to my channel, hit the like button, spread the love, and uh, looking forward to getting into another amazing episode with you guys today. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome back to the third episode of the self-confidence project and uh, back by popular request because I've been digging into some relationship work and obviously this is a hot topic. Everyone's going to have a relationship at some point in their life. So this is the stuff we need to know. And so today I'm talking about the antidotes to the four horsemen. Okay. So if you don't know what the four horsemen are, you got to go back one episode, listen to the podcast before this, where I talk about the four scientifically proven ways that you are effing up your relationships. Okay. And there is scientific evidence that says if you do the four horsemen consistently in your relationships, uh, there's a really good chance, a very, very high chance that they are not going to work out. So if you don't know what they are, jump back one episode, I think it's 14 minute podcast and then come back here because today we're talking about the antidotes, right? So awareness is the first step. Now we understand why we're having conflict in our relationships because we're using the four horsemen. We're criticizing, we're holding our partner in contempt, we're becoming really defensive or we're even getting to the point where we're totally stonewalling and withdrawing. So what can we actually do to fix these? Because awareness, like I said, is the first step. But if we don't know how to actually change these or uh, make progress in a positive way, then we're just aware of all our bad behaviors. And I'll tell you right now, I'm aware of a lot of my bad behaviors uh, and it doesn't do me any good unless I actually do something about them. Okay. So Um, let's get into it because the four horsemen okay, are why we are having such horrific conflict in our relationships. And there are ways that we can get out of these, right? There's antidotes. So we have to understand what these antidotes are so we can effectively manage the conflict we have. And I don't know if I've mentioned this already, but all of this is based on the work of John Gottman. Okay. So he studied couples in relationships for years and years and years and years. So this isn't just some made up stuff. This is based on observing couples over a decade. I think maybe even two. I can't remember now how long. I think this is based on work of, you know, 15 to 20 years that he did. But the point is this stuff works if you use it properly. Okay. So the antidotes to the four horsemen. Well, the first horseman that we talked about in the last episode is criticism, right? Verbally attacking our partner's personality or character, which is just mean. So, how do we create the antidote to this? Okay, it's called the gentle startup. So, what happens is instead of attacking the other person and saying, You do this, you're so lazy, you're such a sister slob. You never pick up the kids from school. You always come home late. You always burn the dinner. You blah, 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 right? So easy to just blame and criticize other people. And when we use the gentle startup, instead, you guys, come on, you've heard this before. If any of you have researched anything about relationships, gone to any kind of counseling or therapy, this is probably one of the first things they talk about, which is the gentle startup, which is talk about your feelings using I statements. And instead, express a positive need. So I don't know, I'm just going to think of a random example off the top of my head, but instead of saying, you never cook dinner for me. You never do this. Okay, we're attacking them. Instead, I feel frustrated sometimes when I'm doing all the cooking. And I would love if you... Made a meal once a week. I don't know. How does that sound versus you never cook? You're such a lazy person. And <laughs> I don't know. Oh man, criticizing. Anyways, instead, it's the gentle startup, right? It's about talking about our feelings using I statements. Instead of putting all this criticism on another person, it's just actually learning to be mature and say, I feel this. And I would like this. Okay, it's learning our boundaries, learning how to communicate better. Instead of just getting into this verbally attacking uh, our partner's personality and character, this person that we want to spend time with, here we are criticizing them instead. Talk about your feelings or the things you need using I statements and express a positive need. I feel frustrated when I have to cook dinner seven days a week. And I would absolutely love if you could take some of the pressure off from me and maybe chip in once a week. That would make me feel really valued and really happy and really connected to you, really whatever, okay? So it's a gentle startup is the antidote to criticism. Okay, so moving on. The second horseman is contempt. Now, when I was learning about contempt, I realized that I've done this in the past before and I was really frustrated with myself because I don't want to be someone that looks down on other people or has this inflated sense of superiority over others. But the truth is sometimes we are like that. Our ego gets in the way. And when I realize this, I realize that this is the one that I really have to work on. So contempt, right? Attacking someone's sense of self, with an intention to insult or abuse them. Totally not cool. And I see this a lot between people. And it's contempt is when you don't have respect for somebody else. So you attack their sense of self. And there's a way that we can get out of feeling uh, contemptuous about our partners. I don't even know if I use the language right there. But we hold our partners in contempt. Okay, the antidote to this one is instead of thinking about all the negative things that you don't like about your partner, which makes you feel like you're on a pedestal above them because all you're doing is stacking on top of one another negative traits about somebody else. Instead, the antidote is building a culture of appreciation. So spending some conscious time actually reminding yourself of all of your partner's awesome, positive, amazing qualities. And Find gratitude for those positive things. So spend conscious time building your partner up too, not just writing down, I hate it when she does this, I hate it when he does this, he's so bad at this, she's so bad at this. It's like, God, so much complaining, right? Build up a culture of appreciation. I love when my partner does this. My partner is so amazing at this. My partner cooks amazing meals. My partner always makes sure that I am uh, dropped off at doctor's appointments. Uh, My partner loves to surprise me. My partner laughs in a really funny way that just gets me going. My partner dances around the house with tiny little white shorts and makes me laugh until I'm in stitches and then I send it to all of my friends. It's called building a culture of appreciation. Okay, and that last example is from one of my good friends, Hannah, who sent me a funny photo of her partner and she's laughing because the things that he does that are silly make her love him. She wants to share it with the world. We're building a culture of appreciation instead of just thinking about all the negative things about our partner, which is so easy to do. And we all fall victim to doing this instead, build a culture of appreciation. That is the antidote. Okay. Remind yourself of your partner's positive qualities, find gratitude for those positive actions. Get out a pen and paper, challenge yourself to write down 50 things you love about your partner, 50 things you love about your partner. Go grab a pen and paper, pause this podcast, go do it now. Okay, moving on to the next one, which is defensiveness, right? We all get really defensive at times. And oftentimes when we're defensive, we actually know we've done something wrong or silly or stupid or weren't paying attention or we weren't listening or we were late or we said something and did something differently. And yet we still get defensive when someone calls us out on it. No, 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 no it is time to do the antidote to this, which is taking responsibility okay except that your partner's perspective might actually be right on the occasion, right? You're not the only person that's always right in every single situation and if you think you are, whoo <laughs> I don't even know what to tell you because, You're not right about everything. I'm never right about everything. The truth is we need to sometimes just take responsibility and accept that our partner also has a perspective that we need to hear. And when we are in the wrong, which we are probably half the time, is to offer an apology for anything that we did incorrectly or we did something wrong or we know we were mocking or we weren't listening or whatever it was. Just take responsibility. Learn to take responsibility for your life. This is a huge one. This is not just relationships, learning to take responsibility for your success, for your failure, for your wrongs, for your rights, for where you are right now in your life. It's up to you to take responsibility. So that's the antidote to defensiveness is actually taking responsibility and accepting that your partner's perspective has some merit and to hear them. And when you know you're wrong, offer that apology for that wrongdoing. Okay. And so the fourth horseman is stonewalling. Okay. And stonewalling, I've done this one. I know I've done this one because when I didn't want to listen to my ex partner, I picked up my phone and completely just started mindlessly scrolling through my phone and completely ignoring what they were saying. And yes, I had my reasons as to why I felt that that was the only thing I could do. Oh my God, look at me justifying my behavior. But stonewalling is really hurtful because another person doesn't feel that you want to meet them halfway and or listen to what they have, what they are sharing with you, right? You withdraw from them to avoid that conflict. And it conveys, as John Gottman says, disapproval, a distance separation, right? It might not be just picking up your phone and mindlessly scrolling. It could be that you literally leave the house and slam the door. Or you lock yourself in the bathroom or the bedroom or whatever. or You flick on the, the TV and turn the volume up so loud. You can't hear anything else or whatever it is that you do to stonewall. Not cool, man. It's not cool, man. This is a person you're in a relationship with. If you're criticizing them, holding them in contempt, being super defensive and, and shutting them out, what are you even doing in a relationship together? Sort your shit out, right? So if you're stonewalling, the antidote to this is physiological self-soothing. Okay. This is what John Gottman says. Physiological self-soothing. Take a break. It's okay to take a break from conflict and spend that time doing something soothing and distracting. My favorite is to go and have a 20 minute shower, right? Is in the heat of a moment or big conflict, I just need to calm myself down. And the way that I have Uh, unconsciously been doing this uh, physiological self-soothing for a good portion of my life is I go in the bathroom and I just have a nice soothing shower, nice hot water. I'm in there, whatever, aromatherapy, just, I don't know. For me, it was always like a cleansing ritual. It was just cleansing away that nasty argument or cleansing away those feelings of stress, just cleansing it away. For you, it might be, I don't know, a little meditation, doing a little walk around the block. It could be Baking could be just 20 minutes where you're uh, reading or anything, just something that's soothing and distracting for you. Okay, but then you come back, you come back to the conversation that you were having before. So, physiological self soothing take that time out, calm yourself back uh, down, get back into a resourceful state, meet your partner, take responsibility, build that culture of appreciation, use those gentle startups. Learn how to get through conflict with your partner because my goodness, we all want to have a significant other in our lives. We all want to have a healthy, beautiful relationship. And the truth is, is that beautiful, healthy relationships are also full of conflict. It's not about saying we never, ever argue we're a perfect couple. Bullshit doesn't exist. There's no, there is no perfect couple out there. Every couple has conflict. But the first step in effectively managing conflict is to identify it and counteract it when it arrives. Okay. And if you don't do this, if you're saying, Kim, I'm listening to this, but meh, whatever. If you don't do this, you are risking serious problems in the future of your relationships. Okay. So let me remind you the four horsemen criticism, the antidote using gentle startups Four horsemen contempt, the antidote, building a culture of appreciation for your partner. The four horsemen, defensiveness. The antidote, take responsibility for your part. Okay. The four horsemen, stonewalling. And the antidote, physiological self-soothing. Okay. So now you know the antidotes. And I, if you want to learn further on this, go to... John Gottman's site. I think it's gotman.com. There's a beautiful infographic here. I've been referring to it during this podcast, in fact, on what the four horsemen are and their anecdotes. And hearing it once on this podcast is great, but you're going to forget what these things are, especially you're going to listen to this and be all like, yes, this is great. I'm going to do this next time I'm in a conflict. And then you have a conflict with your partner and all of this, everything I've just said, It's going to go right out the window and you're going to go back to what you normally do. And that's totally normal, right? We're not, we don't just listen to a podcast, absorb it and become perfect. Right. But remind yourself what these things are and the antidotes to them. Print, print it out and put it on your fridge or, or somewhere where it reminds you so that you can practice becoming better at resolving conflict with your partner. Because if you want to spend the rest of your life with that person you got a person next to you and you're just looking at them. That's your person. You want to be with them for the rest of your life. Work on your shit, man. (laughs) Become a better person. Understand the four horsemen. Understand the antidotes. Practice makes perfect, even though there is no such thing as perfect. Practice is going to make you better at, uh, you know, at having and resolving these conflicts in your relationship. So that is what I wanted to share with you guys today. We've been digging deep the past couple of weeks into some relationship stuff. I'm absolutely loving these podcasts, by the way. I am loving producing them. I'm just sitting here, literally just kind of talking in a room on my own. It's a bit crazy, but I love it. I love that you guys have been tuning in. I love the support I've been getting. Share this podcast with somebody that needs to hear this. Somebody uh, that needs to understand what these four horsemen are and understand what the antidotes are. Go do some further reading on this. I've suggested in, uh, I think it was my first or second podcast to go pick up the book, the Gottman book, Seven Principles That Make Marriage Work. Literally, you got the time right now. You're stuck at home with your significant other. There's some amazing worksheets in there to get to know your partner. Because like I said, the most successful relationships are relationships that have a fantastic friendship that glues you together and that people want to continuously improve with each other. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I love it. I appreciate your time. I will see you guys next week. Have an amazing day. Peace out.